Good morning and happy Monday morning. This is Rob McDougall from Zang Financial with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, October 10th, 2022, and we're going to go through economic data from last week, as we always do, take a look at how the markets responded, and then talk about some of the economic data that's expected to be released this week. So last week was a pretty packed economic calendar. I would say the economic data was mixed, actually slightly favorable, but very much overshadowed by the OPEC decision to cut production that we got near the end of the week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So in terms of the U.S. economic data that was released, uh, the ISM Manufacturing Index, we watch this very closely uh, for the health of the economy. You may recall, I've talked about this one many times, uh, it's a good barometer. It uh, is scaled to 50, so anything over 50 means expansion in the economy, anything under 50, contraction. It has been coming down. It's come down quite a bit since last year, about a year ago. It was 60. Now it uh, came in at 50.9 uh, for last month, and the consensus was 52. So a little disappointing. But again, we are in that environment where bad news is kind of good. We definitely don't want to see strong economic data that might suggest further inflation. So on the ISM non-manufacturing or service, that came in, it was strong at 56, flat, uh, a little lower than consensus, which was 56.7, not a big deal. U.S. Uh, non-farm payroll, that actually came in slightly higher than expected, at 263 new jobs added last month versus the 250 consensus. They also adjusted the prior two months down. So in total, I don't think this is a needle mover either in terms of economic data. Solid number, 263 jobs added. In terms of initial claims last week, that actually shot up. The prior week was surprisingly low at 190,000. Last week came in at 219,000. Expectation was 203. Um, again, given the prior week being as uh, strong as it was, probably nothing to read into those two weeks combined. The unemployment rate, I'll mention it this time, but probably skip it in the future. The unemployment rate to me is a very unusable number uh, because of the um, job um, market variances, uh, participation rate in particular. It just, this number bounces around way too much. So I'd much prefer just to look at the jobs added or subtracted during a given month. But the unemployment rate uh, did decrease down to 3.5%. 3.7% was the consensus. It's also what it was last month. Now, the biggest, to me, the biggest number last week that we saw that was a big surprise, job openings. This doesn't get a, a lot of attention, not nearly as much as the unemployment rate, but a huge downtick. So uh, prior month, month of July, over 11 million open jobs. Month of August, that dropped down to... Uh, 10 million. So prior was 11 million, 11 million, 200,000. Last month, it dropped down to just over 10 million jobs. So that means for every unemployed individual, 
there were 2.0 jobs available two months ago. Last month, that dropped to 1.7%. So we've heard from so many clients, including a uh, friend this weekend talking about small business in southwestern Michigan. Not enough employees can't offer a full schedule of services because of labor shortages. Kind of think that might be rolling over at this point. So last thing from last week, again, that was very impactful. The OPEC plus production cut, 2 million barrels a day. That's on a base of about 98 million barrels, so just over 2%. So no question, this is going to have an impact on inflation for the U.S. And as you've, if you've watched us before, talked to us in the last couple of months, we have been saying we definitely think inflation will start rolling over if nothing else changes just because a year-over-year change from oil a year ago is going to become much more favorable. This kind of throws a wrench into it, at least in the short term. So last week, uh, on Thursday, that was announced, 2 million cuts, 2 2 million barrels a day. WTI oil, West Texas Intermediate, shot up 17% in the last two days, so it was up to $93 a barrel. That definitely will flow through the economy and uh, leave inflation a little stickier than we had hoped. So... Uh, interesting thing with that, though, market expectations for inflation barely budged last week. We always look at the 10-year Treasury minus the 10-year tips to get an idea of the embedded expectation for inflation over the next 10 years. It did rise last week, but from a very low level of 2.15% the week before to 2.27%. So again, the market is betting whatever inflation comes out of that production cut from OPEC, It's not going to be large. It's not going to be lasting. So last week, in total, we got off to a great start in U.S. equity markets and, of course, had two very bad days Thursday, Friday, uh, which made people forget the fact that the S&P last week was actually up 1.6%. International markets were actually slightly even stronger. Fixed income down a little bit. The 10-year yield was up, uh, so fixed income was down. But last week was a strong week, uh, everything considered, for equity markets in both the U.S. and international. This week, uh, a number of economic data points coming out starting Wednesday. We'll have PPI uh, coming out on Wednesday. The consensus PPI is 8.0. That was 8.7 last month. And just two months prior to that, it was 11.3. So the producer price index has come down significantly. We're expecting another big downtick for the month of September. Thursday, we'll see CPI. The September consensus is 8.1%. Last month, it was 8.3%. And you may recall, last month, the expectations were it was going to drop to 8.1%, which is expectation for this month, and instead came in at 8.3%, and the markets reacted very unfavorably to that. On Friday, we'll get retail sales. The consensus for September was an increase of 0.2%. Last month was a little higher than expected at a 0.3 month-over-month increase. But the month of July, we had a very surprising negative surprise. It was down negative 0.4%. So again, retail sales Friday, expectation positive 0.2%. And that same metric, retail sales, but ex-auto, is expected to be down, actually a negative 0.1%, and last month was also down negative 0.3%. So 
All this economic data and economic data coming out this week, very interesting. The Atlanta Federal Reserve, we always track their expectation for third quarter, any quarter, but third quarter GDP growth in the U.S., and we're very surprised to see an uptick in that over the last couple of weeks continued up. So the Federal Reserve, as of Friday, now expects third quarter GDP real growth to be a positive 2.9%. And as I'm sure you all know, both first and second quarter, we had negative real GDP numbers suggesting a recession. So be very interesting to see if the Fed is close on their estimate. I will point out that the blue chip estimate uh, economist, top economist, is still for either a slightly negative to slightly positive increase or positive real GDP growth. So that's it in terms of the economic data and the numbers uh, for the market last week. I will again remind those of you um, that might be attending, we do have our client events coming up. We had two here in Portage slash Kalamazoo two weeks ago. Uh, In Detroit on the 19th, we'll have a a lunch and a dinner, and then followed the next week by a dinner in Ada on the 26th of October. Finishing all those up with a Zoom presentation with the same materials the following day on October 27th. So, thank you very much for attending today. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you.